Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Invasion of Privacy. I'm your host, C.G. Erickson. And I'm your other host, Kate Wolf. <laughs> and I'm Phil Magigo. <laughs> and coming to the stage today, the stage. a very important comedian, Phil from Chico. Welcome, Phil from Chico. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, hello, everyone. How's everybody doing? <laughs> since i'm coming to the stage that's usually what i ask <laughs> i guess that's i don't i'm not coming fully sure what i'm doing yet <laughs> no, you're doing great you're doing I, great boss i was asked i was asked to do something special outside of my comfort zone and and you know it didn't it backfired heavy. <laughs> i mean no so, but that's that's good you you know if you're doing something outside of your comfort zone it's usually a good thing uh because it, helps you grow makes you a better person so congratulations bob thanks man i appreciate it and honestly like i'm easily the most unprofessional person here so you don't have to explain <laughs> anything to me you're fine it was, I, was more, I know you're cool with it phil it was more to the audience it was well, more to the I, listeners let me I explain to the listeners so Phil right now is in Manhattan celebrating a friend's birthday and is literally walking the streets of Manhattan as we're Harlem. doing this podcast. You're in Harlem. Okay. Yes. So I'm in Harlem where I live. Aww. And uh, yeah, I was planning on being somewhere uh, and sitting down and actually doing this inside. <laughs> but uh yeah my buddy pulled up and he was like it's my birthday man we're getting hammered and I like, you can't I can't say no to that on somebody's birthday so like I said easily the most unprofessional person here <laughs> listen I love this mobile podcast that we got going on right now it's right the first, it's our first all right well <laughs> it's it's not mine <laughs> <laughs> I uh I've done a few of these where you know what it is? I have like AD, ADD or ADHD. I don't know which one I have. I was diagnosed ADD, but I'm hyper as shit sometimes. So I don't, I don't know which one I really have, but like I get distracted very easily. Like I mean, uh, That's what I tell people when I be fucking up. It's the yeah, best thing no. to say. Like I got ADHD and then they're like, I mean, oh, you know, he's yeah. got He's got a diagnosable disorder. I, I, I drop that every time I be fucking up. Oh, dude, it's the worst. Like, just like, I'll be at work. I'm a bartender by trade. So, uh, right now anyways. And so I'll like be making a drink and then, you know, anything will happen. I'll be like, Ooh, like something shiny. And I forget <laughs> about that drink completely. So it's <laughs> kind of what happened just now. We were, I, I told him multiple times, like I got to report a, record a podcast at six and, uh, 
But then like right at six, he's like, let's go to another bar, bar crawl, birthday bar crawl. And I'm like, all right, let's do it. It just, it just left. It just left me. I just forgot entirely about it until I just looked at my text messages and I was like, oh, I'm fucking up. So my bad. <laughs> Well, thank you for doing the podcast again. I want to ask you a couple questions. Well, one is, so your stage name is Phil from Chico and I've never asked you, tell me about Chico because for you to have that as part of your name, it must be a special place, right? It's not so much, <laughs> it's not so much. Like I do love Chico. I love my home. That's where everybody I, I love lives, but it's not so much uh me just being like gung-ho Chico it's it's more like my dad came to one of my very first stand-up shows and uh I was going by my full name and then after the show he was like hey that was good but you say a lot of wild ass shit so if you could like figure out your stage name because you can't use my last name anymore at all <laughs> so <laughs> I was like I'll just be I'll just be Phil from where I'm from and uh <laughs> that's that's how that happened do you have even do you have the same exact name as him first and last no i was supposed to uh i was supposed to be yeah that's that's badass like that living on an estate my daddy is and i was supposed to be the third but my mom was a hippie so she was like, I want to name my son Philip because Philip means lover of horses or whatever the fuck. <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm Philip Ryan Corbin. That's my name. So I, yeah, I did Phil from Chico because my, yeah, my dad was just like, yeah, just, you know, some of my friends might come to your show. And if, uh, if they hear you say you love Obama, I'm going to catch shit for it or whatever. I don't remember. <laughs> now, <laughs> and, Phil, uh, <laughs> I got a question for you for the show. What's up? Um, have you ever been really desperate? You said that you'd do something that you felt ashamed of later. You proposed that you would do something. I know where situation. he's going with this and like, what a weird setup to it. I did I something yesterday. Weird. I did something yesterday out of desperation. You're such a dick. <laughs> I, um, out of desperation, I've done. You were desperate and therefore you did something that you were ashamed of or offered to do something that you were later ashamed of. I mean, there's I mean, so many directions. Yeah, that. honestly, like, like I said, big, big pile of garbage over here. So I've done a lot of things that I'm like ashamed of, but uh, you know, you, you get like used to it. <laughs> I don't even feel that shit anymore, <laughs> but uh, you know, there's, there's certain things that I don't care how desperate I am. I'll be homeless before I do that shit. Right. Like, right. There's a like like name I, name one of those. There's a um, I have a, a a friend of mine and he 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 I call him my Drake my my Drake I call him my gay drinking buddy. Uh, I won't say his real name because I don't know if I have permission, but he has a very high paying job at like a uh, like Cinemax, but it's not Cinemax. It's like one of those. He works in like TV. And he's gay, and he swears that he can turn me. He he tries every time we drink together. Every time he's like, and I've been very broke, and he's like, I will give you five thousand dollars if you let me suck your dick, and still haven't done it. <laughs> still, 
I'm still like, yeah, I don't. And he's like, no, dude, look, I've got like the 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 Oculus, so you can watch straight porn, but it'll be me doing it. And I'm like, yeah, it still doesn't work for me, buddy. He's got the like, Oculus. Yeah. He's like five thousand dollars. I'm like, yeah, it's it's if I'm if I'm going gay, it's gonna be a billion. I mean, because that is he did make it a pretty sweet deal. You get a blowjob. You yeah. get, he, he throws in the Oculus so like you don't even have to be there. Like you, yep. you can be somewhere in virtual space. And I get happened. paid. And I'm, I'm gonna cut in like, and say, don't do that. Not no, I'm not. It's just like you know, I believe sexual things should be in alignment with your soul and the like. Yeah, like if you're not feeling soul, it, other than the money, don't do that. My soul, in my is very, opinion, very straight. Not by choice. I didn't pick I didn't pick me I swear to god if I could if I could just suck a dick and like not care I would be doing that all the time if I like enjoyed that shit I would be I'd be so rich oh my god if I was gay god I'd be rich but I'm not and that sucks for me but you know you got to be true to yourself right I think gay dudes get laid a lot more than us too I I would agree on every corner, another a dude just always wants to get that. Dude, I, bro, I swear, I just, I like, I legit wish I was gay. I'm just not, and it's just, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. Yeah. It hurts deep down. So let's it's ask, terrible. <laughs> let's ask Phil since we're on this topic. Did you hear that they're? I are they definitely doing it? Making Superman bisexual in the next movie? How do you feel about I, that? Movie I didn't see that. Well, it's the new Superman. It's uh, it's Clark Kent and Lois Lane's son. Oh. And he is bisexual, and I could care less. I don't care. Why would I care about that? Why does anybody care? Like, cool, Superman, that's just another superpower. <laughs> but it's like now he bangs dudes now. Yeah, and so to true. me, I'm like, oh, Superman's out there banging dudes. To me, that makes me not necessarily want to read the next comic book. I'm not going to lie to you. No, but. that's fine. I get it. Like, you know, there's there's times where because you're a straight dude, so you like what you like. And if you see something you don't like, you're like, ah, that's just a normal human response. <laughs> that doesn't make you like prejudice or uh, whatever, like homophobic. Right. That's just like this doesn't line up with my soul. So, you know, like, I'll I, hang out. I'll hang out with gay Superman. I'd I'll hang have, out with gay it's not too. gay Superman. It's bisexual Superman. It's just it's Fair just da- down to fuck Superman. <laughs> it's just da- down no, to whatever. Bisexual doesn't mean you're just down to fuck. Like, do you know what I mean? You I thought that's be exactly very what picky. it meant. No, like, just because I'm straight didn't mean that I was just having sex with every man. You know what I mean? So bisexual just means you're open to both. I it doesn't sex. mean you're not picky. With everybody who's down to have sex with me outside of men. <laughs> I fuck everybody. <laughs> I don't have much <laughs> preference. Uh, but, you know, Kate's just definitely a better person than me, I think. <laughs> me, personally, I don't give a fuck if you're short or tall or fat or skinny or whatever. If you're like, yo, I want a bone. I'm like, yeah, me too. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Why are we still talking? Right. <laughs> right. And I think that's that's why it would be easier to be a gay man too, because you just be getting pulled into closets and pulled into alleys. 
and stuff oh, yeah, like no, that. They, men are more they, down to fuck. Yes, I, I understand what you're saying, and I agree on a certain level. Absolutely, I've. Uh, it's crazy how much sex some of these dudes have. Mm. Weirdly, like we're I'm, like I said, weirdly jealous. Like because I'm, I'm like God. If I was gay, I'd just be getting that action all the time. But I'm just not. So uh. shit. <laughs> But shout out to them. They, they seem to have a good time. So bisexual Superman, do we know? Do we know, like, any of the storylines? Like, he's just... I... Does he... If he jizzes in somebody, does it hurt? Does it destroy their insides? You know what? He's an alien. So... Yeah. I don't know. You know, those are things... Those are things for those writers to figure out. I couldn't tell you. I feel I, like uh, if he jizzed, it'd be like a, it'd be like an explosion. It'd be like a <laughs> grenade went off. In, did in, you ever see, did you ever watch Hancock with Will Smith? I did. And he's and he's hooking up with that girl, and he's about to come, and then like she hops off, and he busts in that, and then it like shoots through the roof of his trailer, and it's like <laughs> yeah, like isn't that that's like Superman jizz right there, right? Like that's what happens. I like, get that. Could, that shit could kill somebody. That's what I'm thinking about. Like just yeah. you know exploding anal cavities oh my god but but at the same time superman was an alien too and he got lois lane pregnant so if we're going along the same lines i guess uh, i guess not right because it's not superman it's superman's son mm. there was a so, movie there was a movie like mall rats or something and they were talking about superman <laughs> and lois having sex and he, he said that, you know, Superman would blow a load straight through her back. Yeah, well, to me, that mean, struck a chord with me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, he might. I mean, ain't I no one. It, according to the comics, that's not how that's not how that happens. But, right. you know, I couldn't tell you. Like I said, I don't, I'm not like I'm not much of a comic book guy. I, was, I, I read comic books as a kid, but like all these Marvel movies, I don't watch none of that shit. If I'm watching a movie, it's either a horror movie or somebody has to get shot. That's the only movies I watch. All right, now now the best <laughs> let's let me hear the best horror movies. What are your best like three? Uh all, all time. of all time or in the past 10 years? Um, let's say if we're going if we're going back before the last 10 years, let's do top five. So top five scary movies of all time, which you know, it's uh, what you call it, uh, objective. So sure. when I say top five horror movies of all time, it's probably not the top five horror movies of all time. It's the ones that scared the shit out of me. Okay. All right, that's what we're talking about then. The scariest, the scariest ones. What scary, scared the shit out of Not necessarily best or whatever. Yeah, scariest ones. All right, ones. let's see. I think <clears throat> my number, should I go from top to bottom? Or yeah, dude, you top. started top. Started top. Started top. Number one would be Halloween. Mm. I the watched original, Halloween. The original Halloween. The original Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis. I literally like. I watched that shit, and I was. Probably, I don't know how old I was, but I definitely know. Like, I was in my bed, and I was like, I hear Michael Myers breathing. He's in here, and I, <laughs> I like went. I went and got in bed with my parents. Like, no, dude, Michael Myers is here. And he's going to fucking kill me. So if I'm in bed with you, he's got to kill you first, right? Like, I have a chance. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been there, brother. Yep. 
the first paranormal activity. I watched that one. And I think I prayed that night for the first time in like years. I literally got home and I was like, hey, oh, Jesus, I know there's, I know that we haven't talked lately, but <laughs> there's I like, know some we real, haven't spoken in a while. There's some real evil forces out here, man. That shit is real as fuck. Like, so just like have my back, you feel me? Like, just look out for me, please. Um, let's see. What else? The Conjuring. Oh. Yeah, that's one of mine. That's one of mine. The Conjuring, the first Conjuring was crazy. Another one, I, I saw that in theaters twice. So I paid $20 to see that in theaters twice because I was like, it scared the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. And I like, that's why I like, you know, certain movies is because I like to feel something when I'm watching the movie. So if I'm feeling scared or I see somebody get shot and I'm like, damn, like that kind of shit. Like that's those yeah. are the movies I like. Um, okay, what what about the ring? Which one, the original or the original? The original. I mean, certain movies I watch and I'm like, just beat this bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> if a bitch crawled out of my tree like dripping water everywhere, I'd be pissed. Or like, I have to clean this up, and I'd kick her in the face. Like, stop. All Go over back. the hardwood floor. Yeah, all over the, like, all over my carpet. Are you serious? Like, this right, bitch right. needs to go back and, like, <laughs> so there's movies where I'm like, I survived this. I'd fucking wash this bitch. Right, I would absolutely, right. if a demon crawled out of my TV and it was, like, a little girl, I would pick her up and body slam the shit out of her. <laughs> yeah, that's that's when you're allowed to beat the shit out of a little girl. Oh, my God. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if it's no, absolutely. Like, I feel like there are certain... You know, certain <laughs> things happen to break all the rules where the, the rules are suspended and you Absolutely. can kick the little girl's ass. No, dude, if you're just chilling and the little girl like pulls a knife on you and tries to stab you, beat that bitch up. Fuck it. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? I'm I watch full, full punches to the face if, if she oh, yeah, no, pulls a knife on me. You I watched to. Malignant recently, that new one that came out on HBO. We got that on and HBO Max. We haven't put it on yet. I will not be watching. You haven't watched it? I don't, I don't want to spoil anything for you. <laughs> this, is gonna come, this is gonna come off bad, but <laughs> like the in the beginning of the movie, she has an abusive husband. Uh, see, I can't even tell you this without spoiling the movie, so never mind. You might as well spoil it for, for the listeners, for us, for the listeners. Kate won't let me watch it anyway. All right. Well, just for everybody listening, I'm going to spoil this movie. So if you haven't seen Malignant, pause now, go watch it, and then come back. But for those of you who have seen Malignant, so basically Malignant is about this lady, and uh, she has like a, she, she was like, she, she's like a conjoined twin but the, the twin didn't like oh. fully develop, but it was like attached to her back. They like share, it's two people who share the same body type thing. Ew. And the conjoined twin uses her body to just murder hella people. Like they, she goes on like a Kung Fu rampage in a police uh, office. And <laughs> in the beginning of the movie, she has like this abusive boyfriend who like beats her up and shit. And then once you find wait, out, wait, the she ending, has a boyfriend when she got another person growing out of her back. Well, she there's a whole thing. You can't. She looks normal. Got it. It's a whole thing. 
but like in the beginning of the movie she has this abusive boyfriend and you're like oh this guy's a dick and then you watch the movie and you realize like oh this this like this lady is murdered 30 cops just now so was he an abusive boyfriend or was he a hero who died in action you know what I mean? <laughs> you did really spoil that movie yeah honestly i wasn't even gonna watch it until you told us about it and now i'm definitely watching it. was he an abusive boyfriend or did he know exactly how crazy this person could be could be and he just tried to save a bunch of police officers' lives and just got murdered before he could do it. So Yo, that, that sounds completely on point to me, dude. Yeah. I'll so, watch it. I, yeah, no, I mean, check it out. It's worth checking out, but it, it wasn't, it's not, it's not even breaking like my top 50 horror movies of all time. Oh, it was all right. I'm a big James like Wan fan, and that was, a, that was a bit of a letdown, to be completely no. honest. Now, how about, uh, did you see the second Conjuring? That was on HBO Max not too long ago. Uh, the newest that's the, Conjuring, right? That's the third Conjuring. Oh, is that the third one? Yes, the one about, um, the second one was about the, the lady in England. And the third one was about, I don't remember where it exactly took place, but uh, yeah, it was about like the witch putting a, putting a curse on people. I don't remember. It was oh, all right. Was it, was it called The Nun? The like, Nun came out in 2018, 2017, and The Nun was also okay. So basically with scary movies, if they do really well with the first one, they franchise it, and then they honestly kind of ruin it because they got more money and they can do more stuff, and then it just kind of gets corny. So that's what happened with almost every scary movie franchise of all time to be completely honest yeah because there's the annabelle movies there's the nun movies yep. but like the straight up conjuring movies do they keep them legit uh yes and no conjuring 2 scared me but it's not it wasn't it, it didn't scare me as much as the first Conjuring. anytime i like watch a scary movie and i go home and i just start thinking about life that's how you know <laughs> that movie was scary Conjuring you 2, know? I watched it. There was like CGI in it. And I was just like, ah, come on. Like, that's, ah. I like, want to give a, I want to give a quick fact that when Joey King was filming The Conjuring, she was getting bruises showing up on her body out of nowhere. So I do think that spirit was there during the filming, like I'm, hurting I her. Mean, maybe. I wouldn't, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't call it. I know that much. I know the, uh, the actual house that that happened in is on sale right now for like $500,000. Oh my gosh. That ranch is on sale in Rhode Island or wherever the fuck that happened. All right. One more insidious. Honestly, like, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. The first yeah, that, that, one's yeah. Scary. that one's scary. That one's scary. And uh, I think it's, it's is it? Yeah, I think it's Insidious. Insidious three is better than Insidious two, because yo, so much she gets hit by a car like out of nowhere, and you're just like, damn, like oh my god, can you imagine being haunted and like having two broken legs, and you're like, yeah, well, this is happening. I, what do you want me to do? Like, I can't do shit. I can't move. I can't walk away from this. I can't run. 
if there's a ghost attached to me or a spirit attached to me, then this is just how it's going to go. I don't know. Hurry up. Kill me. I guess. Like, I, what do you want from me? Yeah. That I was, if I was in a, if I was in a horror movie, I'd pretty much roll myself off the, off the first ledge. Like the first oh. night, the first night, something scary started happening. I started to know that I was in a horror movie. I'm jumping off the balcony first night. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, uh, I'm definitely like a fighter. So like, <laughs> if uh if i'm like if if i'm feeling like threatened or anything i'm like all right well i'm not just gonna like give up I'm for sure gonna try to do as much damage to this motherfucker as i can before he kills me and hopefully i kill him first yeah like basically first night if we were all a squad you'd be like see come on we're going this way you'd see me hanging by like the fan <laughs> but i'd be yeah. hanging and the fan would be still be on so i'd be kind of spinning around hang, hanging by you know i just got out of there quick I don't want to get boy, that's so crazy because you you'd do so well if you did try to fight in a horror situation they're for too you to strong. just give up that fast. They're too no. strong and they fight dirty and they, they pop up everywhere and they got chainsaws. I don't want no piece and no chainsaw. Yeah. I also fight dirty, first of all. Second of all, <laughs> a chainsaw, like it doesn't scare me unless you're like really close. But if you're like like if I'm in the kitchen and I'm cooking and you show up in my kitchen with a chainsaw, I'm grabbing a knife and throwing them at you. Like, dude, stay the fuck away from me. You know what I I'm saying? I feel like, like my knife throwing abilities ain't that good. Like I feel like the handle would just bounce off his chest. If I feel you never like know that. until you're in that kind of situation. That's true. There's there's situations where you're like, I can't believe I have a couple where I'm like, I I, I can't believe I got away with that shit. <laughs> I can't believe I survived that shit because in the moment I was like, yeah, no, fuck that. Ah, <laughs> and I'm out <laughs> straight up. So like shit like that, if it's, if it's like demonic and even, even that shit, I have like a pause about because I feel like, I don't know, just me being me. I feel like, like if, you know, if I was like haunted or there was a demon on my shoulder or some shit like that he'd be he'd he'd jump off he'd be like this dude is fucking crazy <laughs> and just leave the conversation and this yeah, dude no, is a monster demon, if it was demon type stuff I, i'd run to the top of the closest building and just heave myself <laughs> off first, yeah first, no, day, uh... first day the demon activity starts in the exorcist right when she hears scratching in the attic that's when i went oh, yeah. off myself nothing oh, yeah, even so... happened yet Nothing Not even me. happened yet. I'm, Not me. I'd go look at the scratching and then be like, the oven. Hey, how you doing, bud? Hey, I'm Phil. I'd like introduce myself. Like, hey, if you want to talk? <laughs> We'd be like friends. We'd be like, hey, man, I'm sorry for like making your life worse or whatever. It's like, ah, don't worry about it. <laughs> That'd be me and the demon talking. I feel like it does dark stuff to you after that. Like if you if you're friends with it, like it's still not that friendly. Like it take it takes advantage of its friends too. I if mean, it's like a really malignant demon. I feel like make you do stuff that you're very uncomfortable with. Love conquers all, baby. And if you just <laughs> love conquers all. And if you just, you know, don't let it turn you into a bad person. Yeah. You know, demons over here like, yo, you should fuck kids. Like, what? No. <laughs> what the fuck? What are you talking about, demon? He's like, I don't know. I just thought maybe you'd like, I don't know. And it's like, yeah, dude, don't ever say that again, you fucking weirdo. The demon's Jesus. like, yo, you, you made friends with me. The demon's like, yo, you made friends with me, man. This is how I roll. Yeah, no, I, we're never doing that, sir. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's wrong with you, sir? I don't know. I just, it was just, that's what was in my mind. Well, you need counseling. 
I'm over here trying to like convert demons into angels. Like, oh, it's, it's you, you think you can make one of them cool? You think you can I, make them cool? I mean, because like he'll still be wanting you to, ra- you know, stab random people that you walk by, like like little <laughs> little stuff. Like that'll never go away. Yeah, but I just feel like how that do you know? all the time. That's just every day for me. I always <laughs> want to stand. <laughs> What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. <laughs> That's all the time. Last time I went, last time I went to therapy. <laughs> or not therapy, but what's it called? Rehab at <laughs> Bellevue. But this was a joke. In all fairness to me, this was a joke. I was not serious, but like they asked, like I was, I've told Kate this story about how I was depressed and how I went to ther- uh, rehab. Yeah. And they asked me all these questions like, yo, like, do you ever think about like hurting people? And it's like, yeah, dude, I live in New York. Think about <laughs> kicking people off the subway platform every day. <laughs> every day if you're standing too close i'm like what if i just kick this dude in his backpack <laughs> the kick in the backpack's the best move yeah. we can't do nothing so like, about that i'm like yeah the thoughts are there i'm never gonna do that i mean it's not it's not weird it's not psychotic to me to have those thoughts like exactly. especially if you're like having a bad day doing them on the other hand, is right. way that, that makes you psychotic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once you cross that line, but so, definitely, definitely the kick in the backpack is probably one of my favorite moves of all time. Like, you really like, got, when you do that, you really get. They have no chance. They're flying across the room. They're completely yeah. fucked, and you have no repercussions. And you're just like, ah, what it's do you? Great, you know. great move. Good it's times. Not, it's not brave. It's not brave. <laughs> it's, it's not brave necessarily. But like it's a fun move. It's effective. There's there's, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no bravery there whatsoever. It's literally there's not much courage or honor it's, involved. It's but sneak, like who's it, got time for that? That's like it's sneak punching with a with your foot, which is like if you got a problem with somebody, you know, bring it up. If it gets to fucking the fists and shit, like square up in one on one. That's right. the noble thing to do, I guess. I just Back like apologize. I usually apologize and then try to get behind them when they're when they forgot about me and they're wearing their backpack and then kick the backpack. That's usually <laughs> my way. Of, yeah, that's usually my way to do it. But like everybody got their own ways. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, no. I'll square up with somebody before I ever just kick somebody in the back. And like you know, you're have a better a good person trip. than me. Yeah, that's fair. You're a better person. But I honestly, I mean, I'm only gonna do it to somebody who looks really strong. I'm honestly. I'll be like, this guy looks really fucking strong. I don't know if I could square up on this guy I'm, right now. And I'm not completely sure that I'm a better person than you, <laughs> but I will square up. But if it's like a big, big buff brolic motherfucker and he's like trying to fight me, it's like, dude, come on, that's not fair. That's what guns were invented for. <laughs> it's, for it's for skinny dudes like me who are right in this situation, but the other guy's just big. So it's like, yeah, right. you're getting shot, buddy. Yeah, who's, who's right has to win. That's nobility. Whoever's yeah. right has to win. Exactly. Like that's I didn't why, do that's anything. That's why I do kick in the backpack. <laughs> like you, know you see I mean? those memes. I know I'm right. You see those memes. You're just like in the gym with your girlfriend working out, and this big buff dude walks by, slaps her on the ass, and then looks at you like, "What are you gonna do about it? 
shoot you. I'm gonna fucking shoot you. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure you don't do that to anybody ever again, in the like, best way I know how. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm calling the cops. There's mad cameras in here. Yeah, no, nah, <laughs> fuck that, big fella. <laughs> Say, big fella, guess what? I'm calling the five zero. I'm not calling the cops. Harass? I don't I'm think. I'm not the calling police... the cops because uh, he's just gonna do the same shit in prison. He just could hurt other people. We need to get rid of this guy. There's something wrong. Right, right. Either we get him in therapy and we help him figure out why he's such a piece of shit that you think it's okay to do that to other people. Right. Or, yeah, you're done, sir. <laughs> you're, you're all the way out. I'm, so, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what I would do in that situation. If a guy would, just came up and grabbed my ass, um, it would be a very bad situation for him. Yeah. Well, it, would no, not, no. it would not end well for him. No, no, I would rumble him. I mean, in real Kate, life, we're talking comedy also, right now. In real life, he'd get rumbled. Also, Kate carries a knife and stabs people. So <laughs> <laughs> only emotional knives. Only emotionally. Emotional Kate, knives. They're the worst. <laughs> Kate, Kate would pull some powder out of her pocket and blow it in his face. He'd be blind for a second. <laughs> Dude, where do you oh, get God. that powder? What's I happening? Want, I uh, want that powder so bad, dude, because that is the solution. And then she'd like put a spell on him and make a voodoo doll. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> I wouldn't fuck with Kate for any kind of money. Yo, it's that, it, that it's that blood sport powder that, that you know tongue po blows exactly. Damn. Where do you get oh, shit? No. Oh my god, what is this? What no. is this? Where? Oh no. They're like, is something wrong with him? Where are my 25-pound dumbbells? What's happening? <laughs> no, dude, no, seriously, I do want to see if I can get my hands on that powder. Because no. from now on, I'm getting older, and I'd like that to be the solution. Dude, no. having, like, a little bag of, like, I don't, I don't know what it is either, but, like, I feel if like you find, it, if you find it. it, let me know because I swear I'd have I just keep that with me. That, that's better than like stabbing somebody. Bro, like, are you, you thinking can't... like maybe ground up bath salts might might work? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I, it might. I feel like that will fuck <laughs> yeah. your eyeballs up. Dude. You can't you can't no. have a gun. <laughs> you can't have a gun in this city, which is trash because so many people have guns. But legally, you can't have a gun in this city. So I carry a knife with me just in case somebody fucks with me. But like stabbing people isn't as fun as it looks on TV. Oh, no. <laughs> Probably pretty disturbing. So if I had like some powder, if somebody like pulled, you know, a gun or a knife on me, like give me your money and I could just pull out a powder and like blow it in their face. <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I would love to do that. <laughs> Well, I oh my god! Want... And I just run away and go home and be safe and not bother anybody like I always try to do. Yo, bro, you're definitely putting this in my head. I'm gonna figure out where this no. where this powder is sold. Don't say it's, it's gonna like be a that. safer world. It's gonna Fine. be a safer world after that. Bad guys, Maybe. bad guys, their eyes are gonna sting. But the bad guys are gonna while. get it too. The bad if the bad guys bad guys that. don't use the powder. That's how you fight. Sorry, against, sorry, I'm here still. That's how you fight against the bad guys. Bad guys don't know about the power. Okay. That, well, Tong Po did. Exactly. But <laughs> <laughs> I want a trank dart necklace. I would like a necklace that's also a trank dart. So you could just so pull you it could up. just like pick it off and like <laughs> just well, it like just go 
and then right in the neck, and then the person. That's just hilarious. Thrives. Oh, in the in the neck. Well, wherever it lands, you aim for the neck. I do. I would love a blow dart. I would love if I had me a blow dart, like you know, like the natives have sometimes in, in movies and like the rainforest, and you Absolutely. just get hit. You just get hit in the side of the neck with the blow dart, and you're out. All they do, you know, it's one. Of the, and, and That's you're hilarious. Out, and there's like frog poison in it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I want to meet up with some of them. I wonder if any of those people sell that on Amazon. Like, can I get it shipped here, out of Brazil? Um, I got a guy. God damn it, Tyler! Stop <laughs> calling me. I'm right here, but I'm. No one has a trank dart guy. Do you really have a trank dart guy? Tyler, I'm right here. Just, I'm still doing the thing. I'm still doing the thing. I'll be back. <laughs> Jesus, dude, Phil's um, in Manhattan. I feel like he might have a dart guy. I feel like you I don't have any a, kind of guy in Manhattan. I don't have a, a dart guy, but I have a poisonous frog guy. What? So, like, like the I kind, of, the the kind of frog that you lick. No, if you lick this frog, you're dying like 30 <laughs> minutes later. Uh, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you cannot, do not lick this frog. All right. That's like, that's like regular toads. Toads are the ones you lick and you start hallucinating and shit. This is a poison dart frogs. Those motherfuckers are potent. They're one of the most uh, venomous animals on the planet. And uh, that's, yeah, they like, they find them and they don't even like try to catch them. They just pull their darts out and start rolling it on them and, and get that shit on the thing. So when they actually hit, uh, it's primarily used for hunting. They'll like, they'll, they'll be hunting for some meat and that, that poison will kill them. And then even then they cut off, they try to like cut off the part of the animal that the dart hit, because if you let it sit too long, It'll course through the entire animal, and then there's no reason to have even killed it because you can't eat it because it's poisonous. That's how real that venom is. Jeez. No, I'm, I'm I'm big into animals. I'm in the I'm in the market for a, a baby mountain lion. I have been for many years, and so I'm like, Animal Planet is one of my favorite channels. I mean, I mean, can you have one of those that you're in your home? If you believe in yourself. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure you'll be all right. I mean, uh, if you that is a great so. answer. If uh, you know, you have to believe. Uh, you know, there's all these laws and stuff, but it's like, dude, like you know, it's uh, that's man's law. I live by God's law. So, yeah. I don't know if God wants like a mountain lion in like a small apartment in like the Manhattan. Harlem, Brooklyn area. Like, I think you I, need to have a lot of land. How do you know he doesn't want something so well, specific? I think you need to have exactly. land. Like, you can't let it run out in Central Park. That would be funny, not funny, but like at all. <laughs> I would <laughs> funny angles of it. I feel I feel like God wants me to have whatever I want as long as I'm not hurting anybody, and I want a baby mountain lion. So. With an adult mountain lion by the babies grow into adult mountain lions, and then you're going to have mountain lion that you and then I have a dope ass like mountain lion. He's like, What's up, dad? And I'm like, Nothing, we just don't pay rent anymore because I have a mountain lion. And <laughs> if you ask me for rent, I'm be like, Or I could just you know lose my temper because <laughs> I'm because because I'm gonna name my mountain lion temper. <laughs> <laughs> 
I already decided. <laughs> so I could just lose my temper. I don't know. <laughs> that scenario, I feel like a SWAT team would, would come there. They I would. It wouldn't just be like the landlord's like, you know what? Maybe I'll leave this fellow alone. It's actually, it's actually <laughs> happened before. The, and there was a dude in Harlem who like sold drugs and he, bought, he had a tiger in a Harlem housing project. <laughs> and they caught him and he got arrested. And uh, he went and he did his bid. And then he got out and he moved to Las Vegas. And now he's an exotic animal trainer. And he's actually a very nice fella. His name is Antoine. And I hit him up and I was like, so I'm looking to get a mountain lion. I live in Harlem. Uh, what should I do? And he was like, don't do that. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't need that kind of negative energy. So. <laughs> but he's a sweet, he's a sweet guy. He was a nice guy. <laughs> I love that he's like, don't do that. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, don't ever do that. I was like, eh, I'm probably gonna, I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna do it, buddy. He's like, so he's like, a, he was nice though. So he was able to get a really awesome, legit job in Las Vegas because at one time he illegit illegitimately got a mountain lion into Harlem. A tiger. We got tiger. a tiger. He had a tiger, which is. I, I don't remember exactly everything he had, but he had like a tiger, he had a an alligator, he like had a bunch of like, he had like a bunch of like exotic pets and a housing project in Harlem. So like, was that, was that on his resume? Was like, that's how he got the good job in Vegas? That's how I would have got it. That's what I would have said. I'd have been amazing. like, look, I'd have been like, look, I had a tiger in a shitty housing project and New York City and it didn't die. I think I know what I'm doing. And they probably were like, all right, well, that's fair. He's like, I just got got out of the slammer and I want to do the same for you. Yeah. Like yeah. Him. No, no, he's a he's a nice guy. He definitely told me he he gave me some interesting advice, but he he definitely didn't see my vision. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I go to New York Comedy Club and I see a mountain lion. <laughs> Just a baby mountain lion mountain on the line. counter, chilling. All right, uh, real quick. You want to pause recording? Because I have to pee. Oh, my God. Well, we won't pause it, but you go I think pee. We should, I think we should keep it rolling. All right, that's fine with me. I just didn't want to, I'll like, edit fuck this up out, your shit. obviously. Or well, don't. Maybe, like, mute yourself so I don't have to listen to your pee stream or something. No, Can you I hear feel it? Like, I feel like no. it should be in there so All we right, know good. it's so we're good. mobile, mobile <laughs> pod. sure peeing right now. <laughs> Is this the first time somebody's peed on a podcast? God damn yeah, like it. On. on ours, but, you know. <laughs> I am a goddamn trendsetter. We want notoriety. <laughs> and that's what, you're bring, that's what you're bringing to the table tonight. Absolutely. No, yeah. It's, uh, has sat in Manhattan, and Phil has now gone completely in the dark. It looks like you're in, like, an alleyway peeing. <laughs> I wish we could witness you, like, what is it blowing powder onto someone right now who tries to mess oh, with you she, oh that would be, be the best <laughs> podcast highlight ever <laughs> phil ever. kicking some some guy's ass who tries to mug him no you know what we should make a string of videos where it's phil sure. trying different white powders on people like, so, like some of it's <laughs> no. baby powder some of it's epsom salt <laughs> some of it's honestly you know what now that salt. i started thinking about it you know what that shit is i think it's just pepper 
I think they just blow pepper in people's face. You know, dude, see, I want to I want to do like a series. I want to do a little web series where Phil blows these products in people's faces and we see which ones are the most effective. You guys will get arrested so quickly. I don't I, I feel like Phil won't get arrested. I feel like he knows how to he <laughs> I will a thousand percent get arrested. I am <laughs> very good at getting arrested, unfortunately. I was in New York City for five years and I didn't get arrested once and I moved home for two years. I got arrested five times. <laughs> I'm really good. Like New York city is like actually safer for me to live here than it is back home. What that, did you that's do? kind of crazy to me. I would think it's like a dangerous place. To live. Uh, Hi, China. We're really getting the Manhattan tour. Yeah, dude. We're in a bar. With Phil, virtually. Like experience. <laughs> What's up? Oh yeah, uh, I'm ready. I'm just, been, I'm just doing this podcast though. Sorry. We'll we'll wrap it up soon. Oh no, it's all good. We have no rush. Um. <laughs> now, when when's the party gonna go till tonight? Jesus, I hate to think about it. To be completely honest. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, it's my buddy Tyler's birthday. He's. You have to wake up. Tomorrow? Yeah. Oh no, I I close tomorrow, so I don't gotta. I don't have to be up to like. I live around the corner from where I work, so I think I have to be there at three thirty tomorrow. So I think I'll probably wake up at like three twenty-five, maybe. Yeah. yeah, good man. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I uh, I got in a couple fights. The worst one, the worst one was uh, I got a DUI, which super not cool. But I don't yeah. want anybody to think it was like a legitimate DUI where I was like on the freeway doing 80, just drunk as shit. I was, <laughs> I was moving my car from the parking lot of a bar to the girl's apartment who lived like literally a block away. So... And, and I, I swear I did every, I like looked, I checked. I was like, I don't want to see any police. And as soon as I pulled out, it was like, yo. Like, oh my shit. God. Well, that sounds like they were stalking. Yeah, yeah they kind of, they kind of. I, I guess they a, stalk bars. Well, they, they, they also stalk me. I out of bar because then you see the cops lining up, lining up to watch you drive out of there. Oh yeah, no. That's, that's, a, that's a bad feeling. They also stalked me. Didn't drink and drive. Let me say that. To no, you should not. You should never drink and drive. Uh, drinking and like moving your car, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> but they definitely, I have a bit of a reputation back home. So literally like maybe a week after I moved home, uh, I was driving to the store and a cop pulled me over. And uh, he was like, well, what if it isn't, what if it isn't Phil from Chico, big, bad <laughs> New York City comedian? What oh, happened, no. buddy? Did it not work out? Were you not as good as you thought you were? He was just like being a dick. And I was like, no, there's, there was a fire and we lost a ranch. So I, he was like, yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and he like checked all my shit. And then he was like, uh, what he say? He was like, "So uh, you're gonna get in any trouble while you're back?" And I was like, "No, sir. I'm a comedian. I'm so not getting in any trouble." And that was a lie. 
I got in so much trouble. Uh, but <laughs> it was, and then, all right, so, <laughs> so I got, <laughs> I got the DUI, right? And I had already had like a ticket. Do you guys know what a fix it ticket is? No. No. All right. A fix it ticket is like, say your like tail light is out. So in California, they'll pull you over. They'll be like, your tail light is out. I'm writing you a ticket. But if you get it fixed before this date, uh, you don't have to pay this fine. So you're like, dope. And they write you the ticket. You get your car fixed. And then you show up to whatever, whether it's Chico PD or the sheriff's office or uh, CHPD or California Highway Patrol. You show up to whoever issued you that ticket. You show them that your car's fixed, and then they don't—you don't have to pay that fine, basically. So I had already had a ticket, and then I got a DUI. So I had two different court dates. I got my car fixed, and I confused—I I got my court date switched up. So. I got, I showed my car to the guy and he was like, you're good. And I was like, oh, cool. I don't have to go to court on whatever date. And then the other court date was later and they never let, let me know what courthouse I was going to. What's up, boss? Chilling. They never let me know what courthouse I was going to or anything like that. So I called them and I was like, hey, you guys didn't tell me where to go uh, or what time or anything like that. And they were like, yeah, that's because that was a month ago. And we've had a bench warrant out for your arrest for a month. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, I guess I'll see you tomorrow. Jesus. <laughs> and then I went in and uh, they arrested me immediately. My, my dad drove me there and my dad, you know, he's like an old white guy. So he thinks he knows everything. <laughs> We're on the way there. And I'm like, I'm for sure going to jail for like a few days. And my dad's like, I talked to my friend. He's been a lawyer for 45 years. Pretty sure he knows more than you do. And he says they're probably just going to reschedule your court date. And I'm over here like, yeah, well, I've been a criminal for like 33 years. So I'm fairly positive I'm going to jail. And I did. <laughs> I went to jail for like a week because... Damn. Because I'm like dyslexic or something. I don't know what I don't know what happened. I got confused. <laughs> I'm <a> fucking idiot. <laughs> but Phil, it was cool. Well, thank you for always every time he comes on the podcast, he like shares very openly. And I always appreciate it because you actually came on the podcast years ago to share right after they released you from that rehab story when you were joking around. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. that. You can't joke around at those places. Like, No, you know, I know that now. They, they take everything. <laughs> they, don't, they don't like jokes there. They do not I like know that now. at all. They don't it's a joke-free like environment. Jokes. Yeah, no. Dr. Uh, Dr. <laughs> Fatel. And I called him Dr. Fatal the entire time. I was like, you're going to kill me? You're going to kill me, Dr. Fatal? That's a weird name. <laughs> That's a weird name for a doc. You're supposed to be helping me get better, sir. And this is, I, I'm like scared. I feel like. <laughs> so, but I told him I was a comedian. And then I just started answering his, his questions with jokes. And they were like, all right, well, uh, we need your belt and your shoelaces. And I was like, for what? 
<laughs> and that's how stupid I am. I, it didn't even like set in until later <laughs> because they took my belt and my shoelaces and I was still like, I have, a, I have a show at New York Comedy Club at seven and it's like four. I can make that. I'll make it. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't make any shows for like six days. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they didn't keep you longer, man. You get you get through the door at that place and they get their hands on your belt and your shoelaces. You're pretty fucked for a while. Honestly, it was it was it was kind of like a vacation. Honestly, it was it was. I, I just I, you know the the worst part about it was it was like jail. It was like the worst spa of all time where all I do is sit there and read they feed me and I watch tv but like at night it's hard to go to sleep because there's just a thousand snores because we all like bunk in the same room it was oh yeah they're, was, on the, they're on them heavy meds too yeah it was weirdly oh, relaxing was, this last time I went to jail I, they uh when I got sentenced, he was like, we're going to go ahead and do time served and two more days or whatever. And I was like, make it like three. I was like a little like, come on. <laughs> I like it here. Like, this isn't terrible. <laughs> Nobody here yells at you to get a job. I love this. <laughs> uh, that's the truth. Well, yeah. I'm I'm quite happy that you're out of jail and that rehab place, whatever that was. But um, and thank you Bellevue. so much for for coming on today. Even though you also had <laughs> a spontaneous birthday bar crawl thing, quite quite spontaneous. But uh, you know, I, I love you very, I love you both very much, and I appreciate you all having me on. And I wasn't gonna, I know I forgot about it for a second, <laughs> but I I was very much looking, <laughs> I was very much looking forward to doing this today. Uh, I love you both. I appreciate being on anytime. So whenever uh, whenever you need me again, you just let me know. Absolutely. Thanks, brother. That kicked ass. Yeah, and, and we got a tour of, like, Harlem. Like, I feel it like I, cool. had, I had a night out on the town. Tonight. <laughs> yeah. There you go. This is uh, this is West Harlem. This is, like, all, like Hamilton Heights. It's 145th and Broad. You know that song, New York, with Jay-Z and Alicia Keys? Yeah, the, uh, in a... In the Jay-Z verse, he talks about a McDonald's on Broadway. It's right there. It's right there. Nice. Love That's it. where I'm at. So. Yes. Well, thank I, you uh, for being not just funny, but honest and authentic. And I might have to censor out some of the names you dropped. <laughs> That's, I mean, do what you got to do. Well, you know. well, it's not, it's also like, I just never know. I, I don't need anyone coming after me in this podcast. If anybody ever comes after Fire. you, you let me let me and CG know when we we got them. We'll yeah, leave. dude. Now that Phil's now that Phil's got my back, I'm feeling a lot tougher. On <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. I promise. Yeah, because CG in a horror movie throws himself off a building, whereas yeah, Phil, yeah. Phil will be like, "We're gonna do this, man." <laughs> Phil turns around and tries to <laughs> yeah. make friends with the monster. Like, "Hey, man, so why are you doing this? Let's talk about it." <laughs> and I'm like, "Phil, come on, man. We gotta kill ourselves." <laughs> No, man, stop fucking around. We gotta kill ourselves before it gets real bad. Yeah, Phil, what happened? No, you know what? This face. guy's dead inside, and we need to revive. We need to revive him. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> Michael Myers, what happened? Why? That's exactly. <laughs> very true. Well, but, thank you. Thank where you. Can, where can people find you on Instagram? Anywhere? 
Oh, I'm at Phil from Chico, all one word on everything. Also, just started a new podcast uh, about scary movies oh called God. Scary Spoilers. I know that was, I don't, I didn't think you guys knew that. I wasn't sure, but you know Daniel Leitman, right? Yes. Yeah, me and Daniel Leitman uh, have a podcast called Scary Spoilers where we watch scary movies and talk shit about them, basically. Uh, also, crazy. sounds awesome. Very randomly, uh, shout out to Daniel Leitman. It's his birthday today as well. Happy birthday, oh, Daniel. Happy birthday. There it is. And yeah, just fill from Chico on everything. Awesome. Thank you for it. thank you for joining us and thank you everyone for listening. Well, thank you for having me and thank you everyone for listening. Don't judge me. I hope <laughs> <laughs> I hope you two have a wonderful rest of your night and it's Bill, have a great night, dude. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.